All right, so non-meme memes. So there was this, uh, Trump said something on Twitter and string of replies to him. There's this old, old white lady. And she had, I think she had deplorable in her name or something. You could tell she was a giant Trump supporter. <clears throat> and she responded with a, a, a meme in quotes. It was a photo of like three or four lions walking toward you, basically. Uh-huh. And it said, Trump is bringing the pride back to America. Oh. I was like, what the hell? What the hell are you talking about? Uh-huh. Is Donald Trump bringing a literal pride of lions to America? Did she just watch um, The Lion King? Probably. She's like, pride? Pride Trump. rock? Um, Trump. Um, I think Donald Trump is bringing the pride back to America. Shut Maga. your old ass up. Where did it go? Did it leave? Who knows? Hey, you got to ask him. That means she's super un-American because she hasn't been proud of America. You're right. You're unlike, right. Unlike you and I, we've been proud to be Americans. Yep. That's a fallacy. She's very phallic. <laughs> Speaking of phallic, I don't got nothing for I was going to say, um, just, is that what your interest is? No. Are you talk about dicks? Because well, that's a pretty good interest, I think. Do you want me to? I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. Welcome back to another episode of Idiosyncratic, where what we're talking about today is all that we're talking about today. <laughs> That's all we're talking about. You cracked my punk ass up last time. Uh, this is big episode eleven. Big, big episode, episode 11, eleven, baby. You know, it's like one. one. It's like we we're, we're lucky enough to come back on the air every week. Yep. When while I'm editing the episode, I'm like, "There's no way we're coming back from this. There's no way we're coming back from this." But we do it. We make it happen. We somehow do it. We somehow make it happen. We're back for you, beautiful peoples. Back at it again with the podcast. <laughs> with the podcast. So I'm your host for this episode. Mr. Justin Gomez, Mr. Jago, Mr. Daddy Fingers, Little Bitch Fingers, Little Dick little dick Fingers, is that one? Little Dick Fingers, I think, is one. Okay, cool. I thought I just coined a new new nickname for myself. It's a good and one. If you, if you do like your fingers together, uh-huh. it's a double dick fingers. Uh-oh. Dang. Just like me in real life. Whoa. They call me... I don't know. Nobody calls you that. <laughs> yeah, damn it. I didn't get to finish it. So, I'm joined by my man, my boy. My, my ride or die, my bottom bitch, my main squeeze, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Alex Soto. It's me. Got me blushing early in the podcast. <laughs> oh, geez. <clears throat> We've been watching The Deuce. It's a James Franco show on, uh, on HBO, and it's basically about the start of the what we know as the porn industry today. It was oh, yeah. in the 70s. And it's, uh, oh, yeah, I think and, I saw previews for this. Oh, it's great. And uh, there's... There's pimps and hoes and whatnot. <laughs> and uh, one of the pimps is talking to one of his hoes. And he's like, he's like, don't worry. He goes, you my bottom bitch. I'd never leave you. <laughs> and sure enough, she cracks a smile. That sounds like a bad thing. It is. A, I, I think it's a bad thing. But she's like, oh, thank you, daddy. It's like, Jeez. what the hell am so I watching? Weird. What is a bottom bitch? It's like, uh, that, that, that's, your, the bottom? that's your anchor. Oh, yeah. okay. She's, she's the... You know, she keeps your business running, yeah, up and running. She does. She's she's the co-host, is what she is. With the mohos. With the mohos. I'm a bottom bitch. Apparently, thanks for being with me, my bottom bitch. Hey, that you know what? I probably already said this, but I think it's weird that um, like prostitution is illegal, so like you can't get paid to have sex with, for money. Mm. But if you record it and sell the recording, then you can somehow that's legal. You can get paid to have sex. Yep. If it's on camera. 
not a lot of things about the law make sense, especially when it comes to prohibiting something. Yeah. Jeff Sessions, get over weed. Get over it. Yeah. Everybody does it. Let them do it. Make some money off of it. Mm-hmm. If it, people are selling their bodies on screen for lots of money and it's being sold everywhere and you can watch it all over the internet, why not just let people be prostitutes? Yeah. And also Joe Rogan points out that you can go get a massage for money, which is like someone giving you body pleasure. It's true. But it's just not sexual body. Well, I mean, to some people it might be though. Yeah. I mean, and you see the signs for it too. They like, oh yeah, also yeah. that sweet Swedish spa, Swedish spa, yeah, sweet Swedish Swedish spa. What's that hard to say? Swedish spear. You know what they do there? Oh, are you talking about like the um, happy ending? Happy places? End, yeah. You know, you know that's what they do, and, and they're freely advertising it. But supposedly, they're, they're being a little tongue in cheek. Supposedly, there's some kind of like code where if. Uh, I forgot what it was, but I think it's like the sign is red or something like that that they offer them there. Or, oh yeah, I forgot what it is, but I, I heard something like that. Like Makes at, sense. at the Vietnamese places, like <laughs> if if they're that kind of spot, they have like a something on the outside yeah. that'll, that'll say like, "Hey, this is where you get it." Yeah, the the eagle has left the nest. Yeah, how awkward would that be? Like, can you imagine like you're you're trying to like you're trying to get that happy ending, but uh, you don't you don't know, <laughs> but you're not sure if this is the place. Yeah, like but you have, to, you have to keep using code. Yeah, you go. Yeah, so you're like, so how do we uh, proceed? If I want more time, how do we finish this? Yeah. Session? <laughs> uh, can I get more oil? <laughs> if you know what I mean, you're like, okay, yeah, they're just squirting all over his back. <laughs> so I got some cool stuff I want to bring up. Uh, we have hit 833 plays. Yeah, of the podcast. It's almost a thousand. It's almost a thousand. You gotta, you gotta pick it up. Those are rookie numbers. You gotta get those numbers way up, people. I know. Let's do it. Get those numbers up. Uh, so yeah, thank you to all, all everybody who listened to us. All eight hundred thirty-three plays. Every one of you. We have new countries that are listening to us too. Wow, you I ready love, for this? I love countries. It's finally working because Japan is our second most listened country. Are you serious? Yes. How many? <laughs> Five plays. Dang, yep. Japan. Japan, welcome. Finally. <laughs> It, it's it's about time that we reap the rewards of talking. I hope they're not mad at me. Everything we talk about. Nah. I feel like they could be mad at me. Probably. Uh, we do a lot of apparently very racist uh, Japanese accents. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. That's why I said apparent. Yeah. Alleged. Uh, it's just because I'm a fan of the culture. We still got some uh, Portuguese, Portuguesean listeners. We got some Russian listeners. Norway, which... Um, it's a very nice country from what I hear. And from that's what the Trump says. Apparently, we should have more people migrating here from Norway as opposed to uh shithole countries like he says. Yeah. Um so come over here. Yeah, come on, yeah, come on, yeah, come on over here. Actually, we should probably go over there. It's it's a lot nicer there. Uh we got some Germany I'll listeners. Be there in a minute. We got Spain, Netherlands, Switzerland, state of Palestine. Oh. Mexico. Wait, I thought it was uh, I don't want to. I'm not even going to touch that. Actually, never the, mind. The Islamic Republic of Iran. We got Iranian listeners. Oh, yeah, nice. look at that. That uh, would have been helpful. Yep. Turkey listeners. <laughs> the actual Turkey. Like from Turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turkish. Sorry. Oh, uh, okay. Ecuadorians, New Zealanders, and Saudi Arabians. Oh, Ecuadorians. Mm-hmm. It's probably just Danny. Ecuadorians. Oh, for time time travel. For time travel, gonna take time travel. <laughs> 
So yeah, it's some uh, some cool stuff I wanted to bring up. By far, our highest played episode is uh, episode one, and I think I think people are a doing new destiny. Yeah, I think people are doing uh, what I do. If I get into like a new podcast or a new show, well, okay, show that's that's a given, but uh, a new band or something like that. Yeah, I always go. Just give me the. Give, I want to hear it from the start. And from I'm, the beginning, I'm my way through. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. So thanks for everybody who listens to us and who likes the podcast, who's rated us, who subscribed to us, who uh, has been watching the YouTube videos too. Oh yeah, we got some of you guys looking at our faces. Yeah, you like looking at the faces. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this episode, we're going to be getting into a mysterious mystery. You know, you know what that's about. Um, I guess? think it's about. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I, I totally guessed it then. Either yeah, maybe, or no, maybe. I'm not really sure. And <laughs> Jap tunes. Yeah. How, how topical. <laughs> In honor of Japan. Well, it is a topic. So let me, I think this is about Japan's version of iTunes. No, it's just. Oh. oh, should I say it? Should I just say it? Go ahead and say it. It's just anime. It's anime. Yeah, like Japanese cartoons, bro. Jap tunes. Oh, oh, that's because you spelled tunes like music. I can't spell, bro. <laughs> Which you? I can't read. Uh, let me. I can't find it right now. I'm on the wrong screen. <laughs> oh, so try to guess what we're talking about besides Alex's and maybe even mine. It could be about Harry Potter. Who knows? I think it is. I think it's about Harry Potter. Harry Potter. So before we hop into those interests, we're going to recap last week's episode, Dangling Leg Chins, which was big episode 10. That's the moment where we hit two, uh, two hands. Two hands worth. You know what I was thinking would be uh, worse than dangling leg chins for that, that thing? Hmm. It was like a, a butthole on your forehead. Yeah. For- or dangling leg chins. Yeah. I think. A working set of testicles from your chin would have been worse. Oh, yeah. That would have made it way harder for me because, like... Yeah. Damn it. I didn't think about that. That's a safety issue. See, I was just thinking about the, the funny aspect of it. I yeah. just imagine just, like, little, little legs hanging out. <laughs> that is pretty funny. But if you're trying, <laughs> like, to, really if you're right. trying to decide, uh-huh. like, between the two things, yeah, it's easy. I'll, I'll take the dangling leg chins because it's true. Uh, over a bowl. Yeah. But if you're, like, what about a nutsack on your chin? Yeah. Like, what if you get kicked in the face? That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What if? What if? Oh, you know what? Oh, I got another one for you. What? What about a flaccid, uncircumcised penis hanging off your nose? That's just so vulgar. It's just. Well, I mean, you would just look like a Norlax or something. And it's it's only uh, it's only functional to the point of of peeing. It never gets hard. Oh my god, you can you, pee out of your nose. <laughs> can't circumcise it. I don't want it to get hard. Why does that matter? Oh, you don't? Okay, so then maybe it is fully functional. That's a pretty good idea, but... That's even worse. Like, okay, perfect. Fully functioning. Um, most com- of the time, it's You're flaccid. in a completely, like, not uh, is it- sexual situation at all, like a funeral or something. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, it just... Oh, oh it... And everybody just sees it because okay. it's on your face. So it reacts when it's not supposed to. You know, so it doesn't oh get stimulated by porn. There's so many modifiers on this. Well, which one? Which one did you it's, it's only, It only gets hard when you're sad, not when you're aroused. <laughs> Pinocchio. It's a pretty good one. 
I don't know. I, I probably choose the dick. So, <laughs> so my uh, interest for last episode was uh, Silent Hills or PT, and uh, playable trailer. I think that's what it stands for, something like that. And how much I miss it, and how much I wish you played it. I know. I wish. I, I, played I wish it you too. had the chance to play. I've it. Always, I just always felt like I was going to get the opportunity someday. Right, and that's the problem. I think that's why the majority of people who haven't played it were just like, "Oh, I'll play it." Yeah. And Konami's like, "Nope." No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not <laughs> playing that game. Yeah, so uh, nice going, Konami. You screwed us. You screwed us out of a beautiful experience. The, probably the best horror game experience we ever would have had. Boycott Konami. How does it feel knowing that Konami. a playable teaser is better than every other main game in your Silent Hill series? How does it feel knowing that? That a maximum two hour long teaser is better than games that you have spent millions and millions and millions of dollars on and hundreds of man hours. How many man hours do you think they spent on uh, this playable trailer? I'd say a decent amount. I'm wondering if if they were working on the game, like the entire game, Mm -hmm. while they're working on the teaser, you know, like... Oh, the same thing? Yeah, as they're working on the game, it's like, okay, so we're going to use this section for the teaser. Let's kind of build that all together. And then... While they're still working on that, boom, Kojima gets fired. Dang. Scrap the whole project. I feel sad now. Yeah, me too. But you talked about escape rooms. Yep, I talked about getting up out of there. You got to use your brain. And up out of there you got. Yep. I want to go. Yeah, we, we, uh, we had like 100% success rate. Really? Yeah. So Okay, so you get scored? Uh, you get, yeah, you get like a time. Or it's kind of like a pass-fail thing. Oh, okay. Hey. Like, we got out. <laughs> Yay. But then again, like, you know, sometimes if we use clues or not, you know. Yeah. But like, did you really get out if you used a clue? Ah. Yeah, Amanda messaged me and she was like, she said that she had gone to one, two, and she said they failed it because they, they couldn't get out. And I was like, some say you're still in there. <laughs> why, why would she just message that to you and not send us an email or a freaking voicemail? Ah, good point. What the hell, Amanda? Amanda, if you're listening, give us a call, leave us a voicemail. You claim to support us. But do you actually? But do you? (sighs) But forehead, do you? So, (laughs) let's go and hop into some newsy bits, my man. Let's do it. You're going first. Shit. (laughs) All right, homeboy. So this is actually local to us. Not really like local, local, but it comes to us from Tejas. Oh. Which is Texas. Just in case you didn't know that. In case you didn't know, which also, in case you didn't know, that's where we live. Mm-hmm. So come find me. Quick thing, <laughs> Come find me. Yep, come find me. All right, so local teenager robbed at gunpoint by teen he planned to rob. I saw this. <laughs> it's so good. Dumbass. All right, so in Waco, Texas... Waco police were looking for a short, heavyset suspect Thursday after a teenager who hatched a plan to rob another teen ended up as the robbery victim. Teenage victim arranged to meet with the second teen Wednesday. This is going to get confusing. (laughs) The the second teen Wednesday evening at Tennyson Middle School track on the pretense of selling him marijuana. Oh, no. Yep. It's the devil's lettuce. 
Juvenile's plan was to grab the potential weed buyer's money and then outrun the heavyset customer. (laughs) Swanson said, but things didn't turn out quite as he planned. The second teen pulled out a gun and robbed the would-be robber of his cell phone. If you can't run fast, get a gun. Yep, that's all you need. Moral of the story. Police are looking for a boy who's 15 to 16 years of age, weighs about 150 pounds, and stands five foot two. That is a heavy set kid. Yeah. Yep. Um, he. Oh, I don't know if I want to give out his uh, description. It just sounds racist. Let's call him Gunny McGoo. He. Okay. This hit. Never mind. I'm not, I'm not even going to go there. Yeah. So if you find him. Turn them into the police, uh, Waco listeners. Yeah. You'll know it's him when you see a chubby little kid walking around with a gun. Hey. And a bag of weed. I'm not going anywhere near Waco. No. Their teenagers are out of control. <laughs> Apparently, they're all, they're, they're all sucking on the weeds and they're uh, they got guns. Yeah, just robbing each other. No way. No, no Waco. Dang, it's cops and robins out there. <laughs> That's a pretty genius plan, though. Just outrun him. Yeah. (laughs) He's fat. It makes so much sense. On just the baseline level, it makes so much sense. But Gunny Magoo is just a little bit smarter. He thought one more step ahead, and he's like, this guy's probably going to try to outrun me. So I'm going to bring a gun. He's like, I'm slow. I I need help. I need help from a bullet. Yep. You can't outrun a gun. It's actually, this is a really funny story. It's almost lighthearted, too, if you think about it. I'm also wondering, like, so I'm guessing they didn't know each other. So how, how did this whole thing come about? Like, oh, yeah. Like, was it a Craigslist ad? Like, hey, I'm a teenager in this area looking for other teenagers to buy <laughs> weed from. Baby. I think that kind of stuff is just, like, friend of a friend of a friend. Like, yeah, I know this guy. Who sells, this guy sells me stuff, so yeah. Here, here's his number. Here's his number. They, he just uh, shares it, meet, shares his contact. Meet me at the track at two in the morning alone. Yeah. And the kid's like, you got it. Put my piece in my trench coat. Yeah, in his gray sweatshirt. It's still pretty. <laughs> yeah, no, his, I'm sorry, black hooded sweatshirt, gray running shorts, and shoes. <laughs> I don't know what the running shoes are for, though. Am I right? <laughs> Zing. <laughs> He's never used them a day in his life. You fat fuck. <laughs> Hey, but he's got a gun, so watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I got a gun. Got a Terminator gun. Is that all you got for your for your newsy bit? Yeah, that's it. It was a short one. It's okay. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a funny one. Yeah. All right, ready for mine? Yeah, let's hear it. <clears throat> Let me hear it. Sean's- let's hear it. Sean. Okay, what? Are you going to say it or what? Let's hear it. Sean Spicer says, Oprah Winfrey doesn't have the political experience to be president. Racist. It's not like, yeah. Like, just like your boss had all the political experience in the world, they become president, right? Spicy boy. Oh, wait, I meant this. Probably racist. Probably. He's also an idiot. Wait, oh, I got one for that. Certified idiot. Yeah, he is. Following claims that Oprah Winfrey should run for president, former White House press secretary Sean Spicer clashed with Good Morning Britain's Piers Morgan. That guy's a piece of shit. Spicer, I hardly know her. (laughs) And Susan Reed this morning after suggesting she doesn't have enough political experience to win. So spicy boy Spicer, who hates Dippin' Dots, (laughs) says, 
she doesn't have the political infrastructure, and we've seen this before in our history, where people who have tried to pop in that are not in politics who have had... I'm sorry, let me reread that because this is... He's an idiot too, so this is probably why it's so weirdly worded. She doesn't have the political infrastructure, and we've seen this before in our history, where people who have tried to pop in that are not in politics who have had a difficult time adjusting. Dot, dot, dot. Like your boss, Sean Spicer. Freaking... Uh, Put some commas and periods in your speech, boy. Interrupted by flabbergasted GMB host Piers Morgan, who reminded Spicer of Trump's own past lack of political experience. Spicer continued, clearly President Donald Trump proves that there is an appetite for outsiders, and you don't necessarily have that. Uh, The question is, was that an anomaly, or is this a new norm? Mm. And I think that is a pretty good point. Yeah. Was his win an anomaly, or... Can we expect to see more of this in the, you know, more primary wins by celebrities? Yeah, I think, um, I think so. Which is unfortunate because, granted, I'm not a fan of career politicians, but there is merit to being an actual politician. To actually knowing. Diplomacy is key. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have a, you know, orange, untanned leather hide. Um, idiot with a uh, with a wig on in the office, you know, saying that his button is bigger than someone else's button because, yeah. you know, that's just lack of leadership. That's lack of and the shitholes and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shitholes. Don't forget shitholes. Don't forget the shitholes, which could be a news in itself. But, <laughs> um, so I'm probably speaking out of turn here because, uh, but I'm not a doctor, but I do watch a lot of YouTube videos and uh, hey, you I, might be a doctor. <laughs> I hear that. Uh, the Terminator did a pretty good job as a governor. I actually, I think I've heard the opposite. I think his approval rating was in the twenties or something like was that. It? But yeah, by the time he ended. Um, but then again, it's think, it's I California. Think I've heard a lot of stuff about um, that he did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool that we've heard different differing things so i guess just don't listen to this at all because (laughs) it means literally zero well that this is a good example of how dialogue is open you can't freaking surround yourself in an echo chamber of of idiots and breitbarts which is what people do yeah um i I mean i'm sure i don't know much about um schwarzenegger's governancy and you know what all he was able to accomplish with it but i don't i never heard that he was a terrible governor. I just heard that his approval ratings were low toward the end. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he, he seemed to be looked upon favorably. But also, look at who is giving him ratings, you know? Yeah. The people of California. Yeah, exactly. Possibly the most, uh, I guess... Hard, I, yet easy to please. They're technically progressive. Yeah. But I feel like progressive these days isn't even progressive anymore. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's PC now. PC, yeah. PC police. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of hate. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's, the, I mean, you got the, the hub of them, I feel like. Yeah. The, I think the most successful celebrity run, uh, turn politician was Al Franken. Um, what about Ronald Reagan? Well, he was, I guess he technically was successful too, even though he was the damn devil. Because he started the, the war on drugs, which we, We'll never win. Yeah, and the whole Iran Contra stuff. Yes, he the guy, he's a damn devil. But he was he was super nice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just stupid. He was a movie star. He 
He was a movie star, yeah. No, uh, okay, I, I, have, I guess I've never seen one of his movies though, have you? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. You know what? This actually might be a good example of why it's not okay to elect celebrities to 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 political office because he was the damn devil. Trump is a freaking moron. Um, Al Franken did a pretty great job, and I'm not just saying that because he's a Democrat. Um, but I'm 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 getting pretty sick of of celebrities, major celebrities that are that are trying to run for office just because they just because they inspire people, just because they're they're personable. Uh, I, I think you need to find the right mix: somebody who's personable, somebody who exp- uh, who inspires, yet somebody who understands diplomacy and other political machinations. You know what I mean? You can't just have somebody green go in there just because people like them. That's that's my opinion on it. I like the word machinations. Machinations sounds like a nut. Ma- I was gonna say that macadamia nations. Spicer actually said that uh, he thinks that she's extremely impressive. Says I think you can't make this stuff. Shut up, Sp- Sean. Spicy boy, Spicer. This would be the clash of titans. Hands down, Donald Trump would win, but I think Oprah would give him a run for his money. Uh, is this a? Uh, an alternate universe we're living in. Oh my god! It's who so who the hell ever thought that somebody was going to say, you know, Donald Trump and uh, Oprah Winfrey? I don't know. I think Trump would win, but Oprah would. This sounds like a like Futurama or something. Yeah, it sounds like a. Um, uh, would you rather like you know? Would you rather have a a, a working butt on your forehead or dangling like chins? <laughs> That's what this sounds like. This doesn't sound like a real situation. But here we are. Or a heffalump nose as a <laughs> heffalump nose. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah, there it is. We have a, uh, <laughs> you know, he's right. You can't make this shit up. You can't make any of this up. Yeah. Every day I'm just like, I just shake my head at all the Trump stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Like, I'm not like an active hater of him. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like seek it out and stuff. That's, just that's a bad all, thing to do, yeah. I just hear it all and I'm just like, man. Whenever it is, this is our president. When it is basically objectively terrible, that's when you know that the situation is objectively terrible. That you're not just being biased. Because, man, I'm just a positive guy, man. Like I just, I just want him. But he has even you shaking your head. I just want him to turn it around and then come out on top, like, and then just bow out peacefully. Sure, with not pushing no buttons. He's he's our president. We should. We should support him. We're all on the same team. But it sucks when it feels like he is on the on the opposite team. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sucks feeling like he's a like he's a sleeper cell agent of of racism and bigotry and xenophobia. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I always give him the benefit of the doubt when I'm like I feel like they, people just twist his words around to try to make him sound bad. But, Historically, it's always but, happened. But with all the details, I feel like he's probably racist. Like, you know, you just can't get I around agree. it. You I agree. You just can't get around it. And I don't want to bring up the shithole thing because it's, I think it's been talked about enough, but there are so many instances in that sentence alone that essentially proves that the man is a, he is a racist old white man. Yeah. So, yeah. Fun times we're living in. Fun times. Yeah. And I'm glad Sean Spicer is out of out of office too uh but i wish i i just wish snl would stop bringing him on and i wish people would stop interviewing him because he lied to the american people over and over and over again punk ass lapdog yeah he doesn't even deserve to have like such a cool nickname it's like the spicy man <laughs> i know spicer is a cool name it's like oh yeah. oh ah, ah, watch out ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> is that michael jackson from south park oh. Shimon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hop into some interessantes, my man. All right, let's do it to it. You're going first. I am. Got you, you bitch. Uh, you a yellow belly. 
Let's hear about your Jeptoons. You're about your Japanimations. That's what I used to call it. Before I knew it was called anime. For real? We just called it Japanimation. Did you? Yeah. Did you now? It's very I funny. I, I didn't even know what to call it. It's just cartoons? Well, I don't know. But the cool cartoons. I think you I used know? to call it like Toonami or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought it was. There you go. It's ingrained. Okay. Oh, and by the way, we are also joined by uh, none other than Donald J. Trump Our himself. President. We were supposed to have a guest on today, but he didn't show up. He's not here right now, but he may come back on. He may come on next week. Someday. We never know. Yeah, we'll never know. But look out. Yeah. So so I made a phone call to our Presidente to have him fill in for us for today. How you feeling over there, uh, Mr. Trump? Not very talkative. Okay. <laughs> I guess he's doing okay. Yeah. He probably won't be saying very much, but... Shit, ho. Whoa, don't bring that on here, you xenophobe. Hey, what happened? Man, your, your, your Trump impression got a little better. It did? Yeah, because I remember it used to sound like Zoolander to me. <laughs> oh. It sounded like Zoolander Trump. What, what, wait, what are you talking about? We actually have Trump here himself. Uh, Matilda, <laughs> you better watch your mouth, you brown man. Guy, <laughs> he's so racist. He's, Why do we ask him to come on? He's pretty good. I mean, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, he's going to be here with us the whole show, people. So, so hopefully, oh. yeah, we'll, we'll get him to shut up. Shut your mouth, Trump. Shh. Sorry, buddy. What, what were you saying? Like, my good friend, my good brown friend. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> what I'm tacking about is uh, this, this weird thing. It's not weird. It's awesome. It's called anime. Anime's. What it is, it's Japanese cartoons. So, you people may have. If you don't already know, if you do know, then good job, high five. If you don't know, they're just really cool cartoons uh, that aren't necessarily made for children's. I would actually argue that most of them aren't made for children. <clears throat> I think even Pokemon, to a certain degree, is not made for children. And that's yeah. probably like the safest anime that there is. Ham- yeah. Hamtaro, maybe? Mm, I don't remember. I don't know anything about it. I know I've seen it about a hamster. About a hamster who murders other hamsters, so I guess it's not <sighs> safe for, for chillins. It's not safe. Nobody's safe. No one's safe. Nobody, Nobody pray, pray for me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my man. Shit. Okay, but the reason why they're cool is because uh, I personally like them because for the stories. Like, they tell, like, crazy stories. I think, um, well, I mean, you guys already know I'm a big nerd for Japanese culture in general, and um, I feel like the stories, line, the stories are just always so epic, you know? Yeah, and uh, the main characters tend to be really powerful a lot of times, and I like that, you know. But there's all different genres of them, that, and people don't really get that. So, I think some of the best ones are actually horror animes that we talked about a little oh, um, yeah. last episode. Some of them are pretty crazy. Yeah, they uh, they really push the envelope, um, and not just when it comes to the atmosphere or the creepiness factor, but with the gore, man, there's some crazy-ass gore in, in horror animes. Yeah, and that, that's one thing that's really cool about anime is that um, in, it's a medium that you can get, a lot of, uh, get away with a lot because it is just like cartoons, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So um, a lot of times people try to do live-action recreations, and they're always terrible, in my opinion. I don't. I have yet to see one that I liked. That's very true. You know, even uh, Attack on Titan that recently came out apparently was garbage. I never saw it. Oh, you know what? I heard actually. I've never seen it, but I heard that. There, so there's this older anime called 
uh, Rurouni Kenshin or Samurai X. I love it. Oh, and, yeah. I forgot the, that movie came out recently, right? Yeah, there's a trilogy, actually. Really? Well, it wasn't really recently. It was, it's kind of old now. But, uh, there, yeah, there's, I never saw them, but I heard they were really good. That so. might be the first. It, uh, it's, of course, it's going to be a faithful adaptation, but that might be the first good one. So I love Rurouni Kenshin. Yeah. Oh, okay, it came out 2012. It would make more sense, too, that that one specifically wouldn't be bad for live action mm-hmm. because in that anime, it's about a wandering samurai who's like basically just a bad asset, killing people. By Tosai, he, the manslayer. Yeah, and then he, he decides to like never kill again. Inverts his sword. Yeah, so then he has a, a reverse edge sword that can't kill people, supposedly. But mm-hmm. He just beats the shit out of everybody. <laughs> he, just beat, he just beats him to death is what he does. Basically, but uh, yeah, so I could see a live action movie being just about a badass samurai. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It received positive reviews from critics and it says, um, we have a film that shows what a live action adaptation of an anime should be like. Oh, well, cool. there you have it. Peeps, peepos, peepses. Yeah. And um, I've already talked about um, in depth how I love bingeable content. Yeah. And that's, that's what anime tends to be. Some of them, you know, some of them are kind of shorter things, but you could find different animes for like just about anything. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. If, if you're into binging... Um, there's, you know, such aminés as Naruto Shippuden. Yeah. Or Naruto in general. There's a... How, do you know how many off the top of your head of the the original Naruto there is? How many episodes? Yeah. Oh, wait. I, I got like it. 300. Something like that. Okay. Well, on Crunchyroll, there's only 220. They probably eliminated a lot of filler. Okay. And then... So, Naruto is about a little kid who's a ninja, but he's like a... Just a dummy. And... Um, <laughs> Think, uh, think Goku, uh, but with a fox demon inside of him. Because he's, he's just like Goku. He's, he's dumb, but he's extremely talented at the same time. And everybody hates him. And, you know, oh, I guess in, that's the difference. In the it? beginning, yeah, he's super yeah. clumsy and just a bad ninja, but he tries really hard and he just has a super go-get-em attitude. Yeah. And, and, then, and then you find out why he acts up so much and why everybody hates him and it's just heartbreaking yeah and it's a beautiful story once you get into naruto shippuden there's a little time skip and he's like teenager mode instead of a little kid that's when it actually gets good you find Mm -hmm. out a lot a lot more backstory but yeah naruto shippuden is 500 episodes (laughs) on crunchyroll oh yeah by the way i'm I'm, you're gonna hear crunchyroll a lot crunchyroll is a streaming service that i use for most of my aminades um, Hulu's got a bunch of them too. Yeah, Hulu has a lot. Um, there's some on Netflix. There's actually a lot Netflix of Netflix original. originals. Yeah. And they're they're pretty good too. Oh yeah. Um, I guess let me let me backtrack a little bit, but I got into anime when I was pretty young, but I didn't know what it was. But the Toonami days is probably when you got basically into it. probably everybody's first anime, you know, Dragon Ball Z. Hell Bam. yeah. Yeah. And actually, I even remember watching Dragon Ball, like, even before that, but... Really? I think I was, like, too, like, yeah. I think I was even younger. Too young to remember. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm, I'm sure everybody knows what Dragon Ball Z is. And, uh, oh, man, one of the things I love about Dragon Ball Z is that, like, 
go like so go the main character is a Saiyan, which is like a class of warrior people who've been since eradicated. Mm-hmm. And uh he always reaches like a new level of power. Yeah. But not of intelligence. Not of intelligence. He's really dumb. They made him really dumb. Yeah. And I think they're making him dumber and dumber, actually, it feels like. <laughs> I remember um on uh I think it was Resurrection F when uh or it might have been Battle of the Gods when Vegeta is just talking shit. He's like, You're such an idiot. He's like, <laughs> he goes, and you don't get smarter. And I was like, <laughs> right on, Vegeta. Yeah. That's that's so true. But yeah. you can't you can't help but love Goku. Lovable oaf. Yeah, he is just a lovable oaf who saves the universe time and time again. Massive heart. Yeah, massive power level. God, yeah. It's over nine thousand. It's well over nine thousand now. Yeah. <laughs> It's over 9 billion, probably. Jeez. 9 billion, million, trillion. Mm. Nine infinites? Yeah. Also, uh, One Piece is a super bingeable one. Oh, God. Good if luck. You, yeah, if you want to spend a lot of time watching something. Uh, I actually am caught up to One Piece now, which makes me sad. Because as somebody who loves binging, I hate waiting. <laughs> Every week, or who knows, it just seems like these come out like once every week and a half or something. Oh, yeah. Completely random. Yeah. Drives me nuts. Yeah, and then you watch like a little bit of Sode, and then you get a, a friggin', what is it, a cliffhanger, and you're just I just want to know. Like, what the hell? Why are you leaving me on this cliff? Yeah, and with, uh, with One Piece, uh, the creator came out like four or five years ago. Of oh, the closet? Yeah, and he, sa- he basically <laughs> said... Yeah, I'm about halfway done with the story. And there's like oh, yeah. yeah, there's like 800 episodes or something. So get ready to watch One Piece for the rest of your life if and you get into I'm it. I'm happy with that actually. I hear it's great. I I've only watched I watched uh when it first came out on Cartoon Network. And they replaced all the guns with like uh with like plunger guns or yeah, what? You green told me plunger about guns. That. And I never shit saw like it on that. Cartoon Network, so I don't that, know. That was the most egregious censorship I've ever seen in a show. I think it was you told me that uh, Sanji has a lollipop, lollipop instead of a instead of a cigarette. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, um, that's crazy, man. And Zolo, I think there was one episode where he gets <laughs> Zolo. <laughs> oh, that's what they call him in the show. Is that how his name? what's his name? It's Zoro, but they're, but <laughs> they they're Japanese. Him, oh, so. yeah, yeah, Zoro. They, yeah. they they call him Zolo, Z O L O. Oh my! And um, I think there was one episode where he he gets cut up, but uh, they make the like the. Sound effects when swords are hitting him or whatever. Yeah. Instead of him, him getting sliced up, uh, he's just like, oh, and he falls down, no blood or anything. But he's just like, oh, really? it's like, what the hell? Ha- what am I watching? What, what is happening? What happened to him? Yeah, it's like someone beat him up with a bunch of swords. It's like he just had horrible constipation that caused him to fall on the ground, uh, uh, writhe in pain. Uh, 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 uh. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, did I say how many that has? It has 1,033 right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Meow. It's like, uh, wa- it's like watching the Japanese Simpsons. <laughs> Is it? Because the Simpsons has like 1,000 episodes, I think. There's a lot of comedy ones, too. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm, I'm going through Crunchyroll right now to see what's I think, yeah, some I, of my favorite ones. I think the biggest aspect of anime in general, even though... The vast majority of them are action based. They all have comedy spliced into them. Oh yeah, like yeah. one, like the entire premise of One Punch Man is hilarious. Oh yeah, go go watch One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. It's only ten episodes, I think, and season two is coming out this year. 
but it's hilarious. Yeah. But the whole premise of it is just it's a it's one giant joke, but yeah. it's also it's also extremely captivating by how action packed it is. Yeah. So what One Punch Man is about is a a guy. The guy. He's he's so powerful that every single opponent he's gone against, every super crazy monster or anything like that, he uh punches him once and they just basically explode because he's so overpowered. <laughs> he's like another one. Yeah, and he's sad because he I think he's getting bored. Like with life, like he wants a good fight or something. Yeah, but he just every everybody he punches just dies. <laughs> he's not joking when when he says they explode, they actually burst into into pieces. Yeah, they were, he, he's so powerful, and the way he got powerful was not like a superpower or anything. He just worked out a lot. He's like Rock Lee. He just did as many push-ups as humanly possible, and then he got so powerful. <laughs> and all his hair fell off. <laughs> his hair fell off cause, <laughs> because he trained he, so hard. He worked so hard. He worked out so hard. It's like the, with it's all so these ridiculous. with all these anime. Uh, I think the the comedy aspect. It's like they're all inside jokes, you know. Yeah. It's like they're they they're only they only exist and are hilarious in this universe. But when you look at them from an outside perspective, it's like what the hell? That's that's hilarious. That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also like this whole almost like rage comic face thing that mm-hmm. is in like all animes. Yeah. They they have these weird faces that they do. Like one of the things is so there's always like a lot of pervy elements. I think that's just from Japanese culture. You say the nosebleed. Yeah, nosebleed. Yeah, (laughs) and I was I always wondered why they do that. You know, like it'll be something weird where like, you know, one of the characters will like see down a girl's shirt or something, and he'll be like, "Oh my god, his nose will bleed." (laughs) It's gotten so bad over time. Every time it happens, I I don't remember. Oh, it might have been Naruto, but. um, some character's nose started bleeding and it started shooting out and it like rocketed them oh, off yeah. the ground. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? It's like an SNL skit. Or and, like sometimes like uh, they'll turn into like a little ghost. Like if they get embarrassed or something. Yeah. Or not embarrassed, but what would it be? I guess you'd say embarrassed. I think that'd be the best indication for it. Or shy or, uh, yeah. yeah. Or, or demure. If they're, if they're being um, like sly or something, sometimes they'll have like a little cat face. <laughs> or like if they're like lying or trying to trick you or something, or if and they'll they, be like, "Wait a minute!" And then it, you'll see them. They'll have like a little cat face. If they're like befuddled, like if they hear something stupid, they pff, they fall over real fast. You know what I mean? Oh and yeah, they yeah. just see their legs, like their legs yeah. pop up. <laughs> yeah, uh. and that's present in every anime. There's always at least one variation yeah. of one of those. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy how they how they do that. It's just the culture. Oh, and then this, uh, instead of like sticking your tongue out at someone or, or flicking them off, they, they oh, yeah. pull their eyelid down. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> it's like what. <laughs> I wonder if uh, little kids in Japan do that, and nah. like on the, I'm gonna toss a little pebble in their eyelid. That's what you get for doing that, uh, idiot. Or, or like on Naruto, he would do like the hand on the butt thing. Oh yeah, Kokoshi Sensei. A thousand years of death. Oh yeah. Oh no. Apparently, that's a game that uh, little kids play over there, <laughs> where they try, they try to, that- they put their fingers together, like their two hands, all four fingers, and then try to poke each other in the butt with it. It's gay as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let's be honest. I I think we had some gay games. Oh, of course. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're American. We were American kids. What was the gayest game you could think of that we played? Um, man, I can't think of any right now. But I know we probably had them. But I could just think of all the punching ones. I probably blocked them out. Like open chest. <laughs> oh yeah, because you're so. Uh, yeah. uh, what is it? So man, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I just they're so traumatizing. I guess traumatized. This was, you're well, so traumatized. Or this, remember this? 
Yeah. Damn it. You got me. That's two hits, bitch. I'm looking at you right there. Yeah. Got him again. Two sucks. Yeah. Or <laughs> this. Oh, yeah. Mm. No, I was, I was oh. hoping that you had put one of these on the. Oh. Oh yeah, that, like a picture of it. There it is. Got you again, bitches. Two Damn. hits. I wonder how many people are looking that's away. Like, that's like six hits. <laughs> <laughs> that's like six hits right there. Yeah. Uh, so another one I would recommend is uh, Blue Exorcist. It's pretty good. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. We'll go watch it, Justin. You got it. Oh, if you want to watch a horror one, I recommend another. It's very psychological thriller. Is that where the kids start dying off one by one? I forgot. With a girl. Okay, I think one of the first deaths is uh, the girl who falls down a flight stairs. of stairs and then the oh, umbrella pierces no. her. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's okay. another. I've seen a little. Oh, it's uh, the, the ghost girl, right? It's the ghost girl who's. I can't tell you. It's spoiler. It. Okay. Oh, we've seen some of it. I haven't. I don't think we finished it. The scariest anime that I've ever seen, though, by far. And it's, it's one of the most gruesome and dismal. Horror Party 5? Corpse Party. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> and uh, there's only four episodes, and they're all on YouTube. So you watch them for free. You torn them, basically. There's only four episodes, and it's, it's extremely hard to watch because of how graphic and how, again, how dismal it is. There's no... There, I like the psychological ones. Yeah, yeah. There's no escape in any sense of the word when it comes to that. You can't escape the rooms. <gasps> Let's call back. That's a callback. Callback. Callback to this episode. All right, my man. Um, that's pretty much all I got. So you, you got? Yeah. Do you got any final thoughts on animes? Um, I know recently, as I've gotten older, I've kind of fallen out of them just because um, I'm, I don't like a lot of the tropes that persist through them. Like, the comedy tropes are hilarious. I love them. But the whole... You know, oh, it's a high school kid who somehow manages to be a little special, but he's also afraid to talk to girls. Stuff oh, like yeah. that. There's, you know? a, there's a lot of uh, archetypes that are common. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I just heard about this recently that the only reason that I see that in all the anime is because I'm only watching a certain type of anime. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was all anime in general, but apparently there are many, many other sub-genres of anime oh, that are completely... Yeah. Okay, so like... Um, some of my favorite anime of all time, Death Note. Oh, Death Note. <clears throat> How could I forget Death Note? That's the, the Go watch Death Note. The breaking bad of anime, basically. It's basically two geniuses battling each other. Yeah, and it's not it, it, it's not like any other anime because it's not an action anime. People aren't fighting each other. It's a battle of wits. Mm-hmm. So um Samurai Champloo is another of my oh, favorites. Samurai Champloo, yeah. And that one is extremely action based, but it's also got a It's more realistic. It's way more realistic. It's got a tinge of hip hop to it too. Oh yeah, um, and it's uh, and the art style, and also just the the way they talk, the, the attitude. Yeah, the yeah. attitude. Yeah, that one's that's good. It's a good one. It's it's different, vastly different. So I think my problem was that um, <laughs> I've only been watching the same, and I don't remember what the term was, but the same genre of anime, thinking that that was the only one that's out there. But yeah, there's there's a lot of genres. There's even weird ones that are like just for. Um, like teenage girls, and it's not action based at all. All it is is about. Is that like it's, it's basically Gilmore Girls, but like <laughs> is that like Fruits Basket ones. and stuff like that? I think so. Kind yeah, of, you know, I never watched Fruits Basket because I have ovaries, but because <laughs> you don't have ovaries. 
Because I don't have ovaries. But um, I'm just kidding. I, I've heard some dudes like it, but whatever. There's a, on my Junji Ito binge, um, I heard about this manga called Gantz. And that is drastically different than anything I've ever seen. It's, it's a, I think I've seen it. It's a horror action manga slash anime. But is it's, it, what is it about, though? It's about uh, these people who die. Um, are resurrected into this, what seems to be this hotel room or something, and they wait there, and there's this giant black ball in it. Yes, I yeah. have seen it. And it yeah. sends them on missions to go kill uh, aliens who have disguised themselves as humans, basically. Yeah. And it is extremely graphic. Like, some of the fa- your favorite characters will die off like that. In the first whatever. Yeah. Um, um, it's, there's nudity everywhere there's like overt sexual themes and not like the the cheeky kind like in normal anime but it's like people like girls getting railed <laughs> in it too i don't remember that man oh I, i've only i think i've only seen a, a movie of it are you talking about the, you're talking about the manga right i'm talking about the manga yeah because oh. I, I read the manga for like 80 chapters or so and i was just like you know what i'm getting really sick of this but, okay because one of the tropes for that one is that uh nobody knew how to fight nobody knew how to actually had to not be a dumbass and actually shoot their damn guns at these aliens. That's the kind of <laughs> shit that pissed me off. And it, it got me off of it uh, pretty quick, I'd say. But Well, uh, there's a movie. Yeah, um, the, the movie. feature movie is pretty good. Yeah, the movie's pretty intense, too. And if you, if you watch them, it's on Netflix. If you watch that, it's, uh, it gives you a brief glimpse into kind of what Gantz is all about. And it also shows you that it's not, a, it's not your stereotypical anime. It's vastly, vastly different. So I, I I think there's I think there's at least one for everybody out there, um, and depending on what your tastes are, it shouldn't be shouldn't be too hard to find one. Start off with DBZ. If you haven't seen an anime before, watch watch Dragon Ball Z. Just that's the the culmination, like the amalgam of what anime really is, all boiled down into one just amazing show about these awesome characters. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty it's pretty cool. Arby's is pretty cool. <laughs> That's all I had to say about it. Oh, right. Um, I was going to say, uh, let's get into yours now, but I'm not the host. I'm hosting. I'm the captain now. All right. So, for my interest, a mysterious mystery. I'm going to be talking about the Summerton Man. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this guy? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was, or, I was just joking. <laughs> or Taman Shud. It's also oh nice. yeah 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 you know about that no I still don't know what the fuck you're talking I about. I know even less now. All right, so um, I was on another <laughs> I was on another Reddit thread binge. Of course you were about mysterious mysteries and unsolved unsolveries, and uh, this one's pretty high on the list. Uh, so on December first, nineteen forty eight, at six thirty a.m., the police were contacted after the body of a man was discovered on Summerton Beach. Hence the name Summerton Man. Oh, damn. So it says, uh, the man was found lying in the sand across from the crippled children's home, which was on the corner of Esplanade and Brickford Terrace. And this is in South Australia, I think. Is this he, recent? No, no, it's in the 40s. Oh, I was about uh, to say crippled children's home? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Who calls it that? <laughs> the slows. Uh, he, was lying back, <laughs> he was lying back with his head nesting, uh, resting against the wall. Um, with his legs extended and his feet crossed. It was believed he had died while sleeping. An, an unlit cigarette was on his right collar of his coat. 
A search of his pockets revealed an unused second-class rail ticket from Adelaide to Henley Beach, a bus ticket from the city that could not be proved to have been used, a narrow aluminum American comb, a half-empty packet of juicy fruit chewing gum, an Army Club cigarette packet containing seven Kenzitas cigarettes, and a quarter-full box of Bryant and May matches. These are all important to the story, apparently. An American comb? Yeah, like uh, one Ricky Ricardo used to use. So in Australia, they have combs that are different. That's the thing about it. Who is this man? Is he uh, even Australian? Is he even Australian? Because he has an American comb. Do you have to be American to have that? These are pre-Amazon days. (laughs) That's true. Um, A couple who saw him around 7 p.m. the night before noted that they saw him extend his right arm to its fullest extent and drop it limply. Another couple who saw him from 7.30 to 8.00 during which the time uh, the streetlights had come on, recounted that they had that they did not see him move during the half hour in which he was in view, although they did have the impression that his position his position had changed. So the autopsy was conducted, and the pathologist estimated the time of death around two a.m. on December first. So he was seen uh, November thirtieth, stretching his arm out, uh-huh. and they said that the time of death looks to be around two a.m. Uh, on the first. So. All right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so if he's alive, he could stretch his arm out. So I wonder if that was like his death rattle or whatever, like his final, oh, yeah. you know. Because um, he dropped it limply. So the uh, autopsy says the heart was of normal size, normal in every way. Small vessels not commonly observed in the brain were easily discernible with congestion. There was congestion of the pharynx and the gullet was covered with white, with whitening of superficial layers of the mucosa with a patch of ulceration in the middle of it. This is real bro science. This is real. This is from an (laughs) autopsist. Um, The stomach was deeply congested. There was congestion in the second half of the duodenum. Uh, There was blood mixed. Duodenum. There was blood mixed with the food in the stomach. Both kidneys were congested, and the liver contained a great excess of blood in its vessels. The spleen was strikingly large, about three times normal size. Why is he eating blood? There was (laughs) disease. He was probably very hungry. There was destruction of the center of the liver lobules revealed under the microscope, acute gastritis, hemorrhage, extensive congestion of the liver and spleen, and the congestion to the brain. So apparently this guy was, every organ in his body was basically swelling up, ready to burst. So well, why, why, why would that happen? What could have caused that? Although poisoning remained a prime suspicion. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. He, he, had a, he had a pasty, apparently. I don't know what that is. Like a, a pasty? Yeah, a pasty. He had, the only thing in his stomach was a pasty that was eaten, from what they said, probably around four hours before his Maybe death. that's what they call pastries. Like a cookie or something like that. Yeah, or like, a, yeah like an actual pastry. I thought it was a pasty. A pasty was like what uh, strippers put on their nipples. <laughs> or like a... Why would he eat that? This guy seems to be a real party animal. So it says the pasty was not believed... Uh, oh yeah, although poisoning remained the prime suspicion, the pasty was not believed to be the source of the poison. Other than that, the coroner was unable to reach a conclusion as to the man's identity, cause of death, or whether the man was seen alive at Somerton Beach on the evening of the 30th. Um, I think the coroner did it. It's the greatest crime of all. It was, a, it was an icicle. Stab him right in the, right in the heart, melts away. No, <laughs> Murder it, weapon's gone. Like up his nose or something, like a lobotomy. Oh, oh, God. On January 14, 1949, the staff of Adelaide Railway Station discovered a brown suitcase with its label removed. 
which had been checked into the station cloakroom around 11 a.m. on the 30th of November, which is the... Uh, the day before he died. Yeah. Well, yeah, kind yeah. of, I guess. Or the, the, his final day of resting, I guess, that would be. Who knows? It was believed that the suitcase was owned by the man found on the beach. In the case were a red checked dressing gown, a size 7 red felt pair of slippers, four pairs of underpants, pajamas, shaving items, a light, pair, a light brown pair of trousers with sand in the cuffs, an electrician's screwdriver, a table knife cut down into a short, sharp instrument, a pair of scissors with sharpened points, a small square of zinc thought to have been used as a protective sheath for the knife and scissors, and a stenciling brush. So it's like, what the, who the hell is this guy with a dress? Jason Bourne. Yeah. Yeah, why does he have a dress? He's got a dress, he's got other clothes, he's got, obviously, obvious murder weapons. Why does, this ne- why does he need two pairs of chonies? Maybe shit his pants. They, they were brown, but they might have been white before. The mystery of the Summer Tin Man, or uh, again, the, the other name for it is Tamam Shud, um, which. Why is it? Tamam Shud, it, it's named after the Persian phrase meaning ended or finished, which was printed on a scrap of paper found months later in the fob of his trousers, basically in his, in his pocket. Huh. So there was a piece of paper with Tamam Shud, which translates to ended or finished, in his pants. So this random guy is found dead. Um, nobody knows who he is. Nobody can identify him. Apparently, he's very like, spruced up, you know, clean looking. Um, he leaves a suitcase at the railway station, which, mm-hmm. is, which contains things that it probably shouldn't contain. Yeah, sharpened um, scissors and yeah, a dress. Yeah, all the labels on his clothes have been ripped off. And he has a... Oh, in the way he's sitting, apparently. Uh, I was reading more into it. They said that it looked like he died somewhere else and was left there based off uh, how everything... It looked staged. Yeah, <clears throat> really. and, uh, and he has a scrap of paper in his pants that says, finish or ended. Hmm. So, who the hell is this guy? So, apparently... A lot of the theories point to him being a spy because this is uh, around World War II time. Uh, the biggest theory is that he was a spy. But, and again, that's the only thing that could, that makes sense to me just because of everything put together. Obviously, it seemed like he maybe was behind enemy lines, got caught, was murdered, placed here on the beach, had every identifying factor about him ripped away from him mm-hmm. and just spy, spy taken care of. But uh, why Australia? Like, that seems kind of out of the way, huh? I'm wondering if, uh, I mean, I don't know much about what Australia was doing during the war, but I'm wondering if that was a, like a center point or like a, uh, uh, who knows, the guy could have been a spy for like the Axis or whatever. And Australia was our, our, our ally. You know, it, who knows what could have been going on, yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. if he was a spy. Um, I, I think that's the, he was either a spy or he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. So, but if it was the wrong place, wrong time thing, what, what do you think is with all the personal effects that are weird as fuck? Um, 
like can't explain it. The the only I feel exp- like he has to be a spy. Yeah, the only explanation I would have for something like that is he's just a weirdo. But you know yeah, that he's that, either a spy or a Hitokoto Shi. But that doesn't. I think that's a just a lazy way to to go about saying what he could be. Is just oh, he's probably just a little weird. Uh, I don't know if he's just a little weird. I think he I think he was a spy, possibly caught behind enemy lines, uh, or it could be like a John Wick situation where, you know. They're just they just happen to be uh two Ass- opposing assassins. spies just happen or two opposing assassins just happen to so John Wake is here and this guy follows him and tries to take him out or whatever. I, I mean who knows? Uh, but I'm wondering how frightful and how just insane the last moments of his life were. But they don't actually know what the cause of death was either. Mm-mm. And that's another thing is okay, well what the hell caused this man's organs to basically completely turn against him? Even his brain, his brain was congested. So yeah. What the hell happened to this guy? Apparently, he had no uh, no signs of physical trauma. Uh, they don't think the pasty was what could have poisoned him if he was poisoned. But it seems like the only logical conclusion is that he was probably poisoned. Yeah. Uh, I know Germany, during the war, was working on uh, some uh, state-of-the-art poisons and, yeah, and gases and whatnot. They had their hands on the Tesseract. Basically. So, yeah. who knows what kind of technology they could have. Who knows? Made from that ancient wisdom. Decepti-Nazis. Decepti-Nazis. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I mean, there's uh, to this day, they still really don't know what happened. There have been so many investigations on it. Um, they've been showing, uh, let's see, um, <laughs> they've been investigating his ears to see if those are uh, indicators into what could have happened. There's a 60 Minutes documentary about it not too long ago. Um, and it, it, they actually caught up with um, people who claim to be his family. Mm-hmm. But do you, uh, first of all, he, they're not allowed to exhume the body to do DNA testing because whoever was considered his next of kin won't allow it. So even that's suspicious, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, this man has been dead for, you know, what, 70, 80 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. And we may be able to crack this case, what happened to him. Well, let's just go ahead and exhume his body and test some of his DNA. But they're like, no. It's disrespectful. I don't want to do it. But we could actually find out who the man is. We could find out what happened to him. Yeah. I guess they just want to let sleeping dogs lie. Dang. Or protect some sort of secret. Maybe he, maybe he was a spy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, stuff like this drives me crazy because mm-hmm. I want to know. Yeah, just imagine I don't know, walking on the beach and you see a dead body there. And especially in this day and age. If you see a guy taking a nap and his arm just reaches for the sky and then just falls down. He's probably dead. Go check him out. Yeah, go might, check him out. He might, be a, he might be a spy that needs your help. He might need your help. Yeah, so it's uh, still considered one of Australia's most profound mysteries. Because, again, they still have no idea. What happened? And actually, I, I'm sorry, I was mistaken. This was not during the war. This was uh, this was after the war. This is 1948. Um, this is actually the beginning of the Cold War. I don't know dates, Justin. The I think it's 38 through 45 or 46 was World War II. Ah, huh. yeah. So this, this is after that. So this was actually the start of the Cold War. This man, oh dude, if this was like the start of the Cold War, this man could have been shit, a Russian spy, um, Cuban. Who oh. <laughs> the hell knows? I feel like logistically, it's just weird. But I mean, I would think that if you are a spy of 
I can't even tell. Like, it's like it's hard to speculate because all the details are so they're just lost. A spy, yeah. maybe a spy of a decent caliber, could have access to travel very long distances, you know, planes and jets or whatever yeah. to go to different places of the world that maybe they shouldn't have been to to retrieve the freaking golden compass or whatever it is that they're, that the they're after, compass. you know, whatever it is that they're after. And then they're trying to, they're working on a koala bomb. Yeah. That puts the uh, koala syphilis into the Oh no, atmosphere. you don't want that shit. You don't want that shit. Into the atmosphere. But maybe he was intercepted by another spy. Maybe, maybe he was taken out by his own organization. No, it, it, again, nobody knows who the hell this man is. He still Straight has- Straight cover up and he, stuff. He still has no identity. Nobody knows who he is. Yeah, and even the 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 people who are claiming to be his family, even even that's debatable. Yeah, how, it's like it's like oh, it's my great uncle or whatever. How would they know that exactly? It, it, everything about it just seems like a giant. It, there are there's just enough detail to make it mysterious, but enough detail missing to make it a little weird. Like how how do all these events line up? as perfectly as they do to give us no insight as to who this guy could have been. Fucking crazy. You're dead. I'm dead. You're, you're dead, Summerton, man. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. Um, they also found a book that he kept, which uh, I can't even pronounce what this is. So apparently this guy, he might be Russian. Who knows? Uh, but there is some weird text that's like scribbled in it that they believe could be code. Uh, is it Navajo? Uh, I don't know. It just looks. It, it looks like it kind of. It looks like the English alphabet, but weird. I, I don't know. It looks like somebody who, maybe who's not American who has learned the the alphabet or whatever and started you know writing these codes down. Oh, so um, he's Russian then. Yeah, he might be Russian. These no, look, he is Russian. Look like Russian letters. He is Russian. He's Russian. Yeah, so they still have not been able to crack it. Even if that is a code, still have not been able to crack it. See, um, stuff like that is weird to me because how can, like, I feel like we got, we got the best code crackers and with technology, you know, you should be able to put that in a program and it notice the patterns and stuff yeah. instantaneously. They're, I mean, they're still working on it too. Well, yeah, yeah I, I mean, AI. I know it's, it's still an, un, it's an uncrack, it's a cold case, but, you know, they're still kind of, Working out on the side, I guess, but there's a plaster cast of made of his head in '49. Uh, Why? I guess to to try and help get him identified, help him be identified. Oh yeah, earlier you said something about they're studying his ears. Like, yeah, they were studying. Yeah, look at that. For what? What are they looking for? So apparently, his ears, the uh, not the canals, but the ridges, um, are. It's, it's so it's comparing his ear. Specifically to somebody else's, to I guess a normal, uh, to a person of the same race that they think he could have belonged to. Um, <clears throat> so it says the upper hollow area, like the ridge or whatever, is larger than the lower. Um, and on the right, it shows a normal one that's showing the upper is typically much smaller. The Summerton man's ear type is possessed by only 1 to 2% of the Caucasian population and is an important clue to narrowing down his identity. It is possible that any lost relatives may have this feature. So his ears could um, crack the code to 
who he was. Yeah, I guess to his lineage, you know, and I guess you could kind of trace back from there. But yeah. still, yeah, even to this day, even with, like you said, the technology we have, that still hasn't been, has, the case hasn't been cracked. They still don't know who he is. And they have a plaster cast of his head made. So they have his ear, they have his ear molds. But yeah. they still can't find out who the hell this guy it's so is. so specific. Yeah. His ear spacing. And I'm looking at a, at a picture of him. He looks like he looks like a... I, I don't know what you would... Con- you could probably consider him a, like a high-rise type guy. You know? Like he's, like he's, he's living the life in this, in this day and age. Yeah, he doesn't look like he would be the type of guy to just wash up on a beach somewhere. Yeah, or just go sit down and die. And die, yeah. No. He looks like, he looks like a spy. Mm. This is a picture of him right here. What do you think, Alex? Spooky. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> so who is Tamam Shud or the Summerton Man? The world may never know. All right, idiots. What do you think? You're on it. <laughs> Crack this case for us and Australia. The experts can't figure it out, but yeah. I, know, I know you guys can. And uh, yeah, I deliberately don't have a lot of information to bring because there is not a lot of information at all. Yeah. Um, there's books that he's kept. There's, and there's always people claiming, you know, oh, he's my this, he's my relative. He, oh, I knew him, you know. Well, we, knew, we know he liked gum, so... Yeah, we know he liked Juicy Fruit. There's that. They, uh, I think they interviewed a woman who claimed to be his girlfriend or something, too. She was like, that's my dress. And I think she was just like, oh, I don't know anything about it. Maybe she killed him. <sighs> Maybe. Maybe she's the opposing spy. I, this man is a spy. I'm telling you. Yeah, That's the only explanation. You know what? Why would his own personal effects have all the like, labels ripped weird out? Sh- yeah. Like it's not like somebody else had his shit and then checked it in for him. Yeah, or maybe that could have happened. I don't know. <laughs> you see, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's too open ended. Maybe okay. Ugh. If he is a spy, and he he got captured, he got intercepted by another spy. It does make sense to me, especially if he's um, if he's good at what he does. He wouldn't have any labels on his clothes. He wouldn't have any identifying factors about him. And maybe he could have been in disguise. Using a disguise with that red dress or something, just kind of. Who knows, yeah. man? But he has like he's he's got weird sharpened tools inside of his his suitcase. Yeah, shivs, shivs. Yeah, he's got a train ticket that's never been used. It's like, uh, what the? Heck? It sounds like somebody killed him and then just started stuffing stuff in his pocket. I feel like, like it's also weird that he has multiple shivs. Multiple shivs. He's yeah. like these sharpened scissors aren't enough. I got to sharpen a kitchen knife or I, whatever. I bet you that when the time came. That he knew he had to take out his target, or that he was going to be facing another spy, he was going to take those scissors out, break them apart, and have two shivs. Oh, like kunai. That's that's a spy type thing. It's a it's, ninja spy yeah. thing. Or if it was John Wick, he could have just used a pencil. Oh my god, that's so badass! Remember that scene where uh, they're walking on both levels and they're shooting at each other. Oh yeah, with the silencers. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so intense. Oh, John Wick had my babies. Maybe this guy. Is John Wick's great grandfather? Maybe, maybe we'll never know. We'll never know. Crack the code, idiots! Yeah, man, crack the sucks. code. I want to know who he is. Yeah, uh, how is this not a movie yet? Good question. Actually, I wonder if it is, or I wonder if it's because uh, you know stuff like this always makes its way into pop culture. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Media reaction. Pop culture. Um. Uh, 
Yeah, just some. Yeah, no, no movies or anything, but um, speculation. So yeah, is uh, they think one of his identities could be Alfred Boxall from London, but this is all just wild, wild theories. But basically. he didn't have any tea. Oh, you're right. He didn't have any tea on him. He can't be British um, or Lundish or whatever. Where's he from? Who knows? They think he could be from London. Uh, oh, maybe he's a wizard, Harry. Harry. Maybe he... Oh, see, I knew it was about Harry Potter. Witness sightings, uh, the suitcase. Yeah, maybe his suitcase, those are just fake things that wizards think muggles carry. <laughs> And you have to actually tap it with your wand to, for it to reveal its real contents. Um, oh, his unused rail ticket could be because he didn't need to use the ticket because he went to three and a quarter, whatever, uh, platform. Oh, yeah, and platform three and six quarters. Yeah. Because there are six quarters. Yeah. Um, looks like- ev- 150 cents. Everybody who could be considered a relative or have anything to do with the Somerton man is dead as of March 2009. 2009? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. We'll never know. We'll never know. Damn, that's almost 10 years ago. Yeah. So that's all I had to say about that, people. So try to figure out what happened to this guy. Spooky. This very, very spooky case. <laughs> Maybe it was the government that took him out. You going to help us or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go find out. Go find out. What are you, queer <laughs> Maybe this guy was because he had a dress. In a suitcase? Yeah. I'm not judging, but maybe. Who knows? The man is a mystery. It's a very mysterious mystery is what this man is. He could have been an alien. Could have been a wizard. (laughs) One of those. Just one of those. Pick. Could have been a time traveler. Maybe the dress was for the time traveler's wife. Oh. Yeah. What else? It could have been uh, Illuminati. Mm -hmm. Freemason. Oh. Um, the Masons. You got the Masons involved in this now. Oops. He could have been Amish. No, because he had a uh, gum. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I have for mine. Do you have any uh, closing closing arguments for my for my interest? But what if he didn't die? Hmm. What if he? Was the coroner. <gasps> we got it. We Case closed. It Case closed. Yes. Which also is another really good anime. Case closed. Look that up. Oh, have I seen that? Detective Conan. Is it? Um, it's oh, about, no. It's about a, something else. He's a detective and he, he gets poisoned and he shrinks to the size of a kid. Oh, you told me about it. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Which actually sounds like what happened to this guy. But instead of shrinking, he just died. <laughs> <laughs> he, gets, he gets poisoned. He gets and regular then, poisoned. And then right when he's about to figure out who the killer is, he dies. Yeah. De- like, he dies dead. I bet he was like, oh, shit, they got me with the kid poison. I'm going to start shrinking and... <laughs> <laughs> Reached up his arm. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to be this tall. <laughs> that's, what, that's what happened to the Summerton man. We figured it out. We cracked the case. Oh, may- maybe with his dying breath, he was like saluting Hitler. Shit. Like the Zikaiel thing. Well, like, I'm glad he's dead then. Maybe that's what the arm thing was, you know? You think so? You think it was a Zikaiel? Maybe. To his, to his prince? 
of darkness. Yeah. I bet it was like good night, sweet prince. <laughs> Hitler. Hey, Hitler. Watch this actually be like an American spy who's working for us to try and help stop the Cold War from from being happened. Maybe he did stop the Cold War and that's why it was cold. Oh. Maybe it's about to get warm. What if what if, what if he stopped it? What if it's the exact opposite himself. effect? What if he uh like somehow his death actually sparked the Cold War or whatever, but he was trying to stop it the whole time? Maybe, yeah. The summertime. More like the, the the failure, man. Nice going. Yeah. Oh, maybe he is solid snake. <laughs> He's not solid anymore. That guy's dead. Dang. He's dead as shit. Or is he? Weird. He's the corner. We figured oh, it out. Oh, you know what he could be? Have you seen Underworld? Mm, like all years ago. No. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, like the werewolves and stuff. Yeah, the like super top level head vampire dudes. Mm. They like, there's like three of them who rule <clears throat> the vampires, but they take turns doing it. So the other two like hibernate for like a thousand years or something while the other one is kind of ruling. Mm. And their body gets like a mummy kind of thing where they're hibernating and they're like sleep. And then to like wake them up, I, I think they wake up like when the time is right, but also you could like forcefully wake them up and they like put blood like in their mouth and it like regenerates their organs and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they come back like, but they're all dried out and they had to like feed. Oh my God. Drink blood. And then they, they, they return. Right. Maybe his organs are swollen because they need blood. He had blood in his stomach. He's a vampire. This guy is a freak. I'm looking at his picture right now. He actually does kind of look like a vampire. Does he really? Yeah. He's got a, he's got a black cloak on and the collar has popped all the way up to here. And he's got, he's got a wicked widow's peak. And his skin's purple. Dang. He <laughs> he's look, got fangs. He looks exactly. Like, and he's got fangs. <laughs> actually, yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at Count Chocula. Let me look at the. His name's Vlad. Yeah. So that, that's all I had for that. I think he's a spy. I think he was a spy who was murdered by another spy. I think he was a time-traveling vampire who comes to us from Hogwarts. <laughs> it's one of those two. It can't be anything else. It has to be just <laughs> one of those two. All right. So that's all we have today for big episode 11. Um, so if you like this episode or if you like any of the other episodes that you've listened to, make sure you subscribe to us. Like. Review. Like. Yeah, review. Give us star ratings on iTunes. Five uh, of them. On Apple Podcasts. We're actually we're doing pretty good with these, uh, with these star ratings here. Oh, are we? Some dick gave us a 3.5, though. What an ass. Um, or a three. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was us, about to say, I can't. They gave us a three star out of five stars. We have no voicemails again today. Let's change that, you assholes. Give us a call. Uh, yeah, give us a call, man. Call us and tell us who you think the Summerton man is. Is yeah, he a spy? Is he an alien? You can email us too, I guess, but I'd prefer if you called us. Mm-hmm. You can email us at idiotsyncraticpodcast uh, at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 682-422-9458. And we'll listen to the voicemail. We'll play it. We'll play it live. We'll play it live. You, you, can, you can hear your own voice on our podcast. How's that? Dang. It's yeah. like famous. It makes you famous. We'll make you like Quicksand Grave made us famous. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that guy. Hey, where is Quicksand Graves? He was supposed to rap battle me, but he got scared. <laughs> where you been at, you little bitch? <laughs>